my test one two bringing you a podcast from the sjcs student council be all ears as we judenites are going on air once a judenite always a judenite relive your memories here with judenites on air good day everyone Welcome to another episode of Judenites On Air. I'm Patricia. And I'm Ryan. And today our topic is going to be about Judenites Month. As a part of J-Month, today we have with us a very special guest here to talk about memories and experiences as a former Judenite. Let's welcome Pauline Ka. Hello. So, actually Pauline, what is something that you really miss about being a Judenite? I think... That would be the overall energy and the overall morale of being in St. Jude. Because, of course, um, I assume and I correlate my St. Jude experiences with being face-to-face. As someone who hasn't really experienced high school in face-to-face, like I guess during the online setting, you can't really experience it as much because there isn't as much communication. So there's like a barrier. So... I really want to experience face-to-face so that I can like connect more with not only the students, but the personnel, the staff, the teachers, and everyone else. And I feel like that's something that I'm really missing about Judenites and like St. Jude Catholic School as a whole. And I really want to experience that. Yes, I actually agree. Uh, many people say that when they look back um, to their high school years, they don't remember the lessons or the classes. They think about the memories they made with their friends, teachers, and everyone around them. So, Atipalian, on that note, looking back to your time as a Judenite, what exactly are you proud of? Um, academic achievements, personal achievements, milestones, and the like? Um, because I'm only 16 and I haven't accomplished much, I think that the major achievement would be um, the achievement of overall growth. So, within the pandemic, um, thankfully, we've been able to grow. Um, me in a new school and um, surrounded by friends, we're able to communicate with each other, even online, and share our struggles, our successes, and just um, little moments of the day that, um, though we can't replicate online, at least we can share them. Would you say that being, especially as a Judenite, did it impact your life in general, even leaving St. Jude Catholic School? Yes, definitely. Because in being a Judenite, I don't really think it's about the label of being a Judenite. It's about being distinctly you. We're, since we're all so different, we just happen to share one same label, which is of being a Judenite. Since each and every one of us has different labels and different um, roles that we uh, have in our day-to-day lives. One thing that I can share and one thing that I share with the both of you, even though we're not from the same batch, is that we're Judenites. And in being a Judenite, it's not just about, again, what Patricia mentioned, the lessons, but it's really also about the people around you and because they're the ones you grow up with. So then you become a community. So because you're a community that has shared similar experiences and um, have met with similar people, with similar values and a similar upbringing, I think that's what makes it makes us a Judenite. Very beautifully said, I agree. And um, connected to that, you were talking about how people change your life, how the people you met made an impact on you. Are there any particular people? And if so, 
were there any words, memorable words or lines that they said to you that um, impacted who you are today? I think since I've been in St. Jude for so long, there's not one line that comes up to memory when I when you asked me that question just now. I've been there for so long and because it's the only place um, that I've known, it's really about who I am as a person. So being in St. Jude has shaped me in of itself because the people, like the teachers, the personnel, the classmates, they really all share a similar vibe. And I think that's also what I call the St. Jude vibe-ish in a sense because of course, there were many memorable moments where a specific teacher passed down words of wisdom to their students. But then uh, it's really about building the community and interacting with um, the people around you. Since, of course, we didn't know everybody when we were face to face. But because of that, it created an environment where you want to become somebody who exists in that environment, in a sense. In St. Joe, there are people with different values and each of us. Um, we have our own different strengths and weaknesses. So just being around that, being around that really helped and really shaped me as a person. Yeah, I think that shows like how being a Judenite really impacts you because it's not just like a title, as you said. It's basically like the Judenite family. We're all a family. It's like you get different bursts of wisdom from each different person. Like it's not just from one singular person because... As a Judenite, like I said, you're a family. You interact with different types of people and that knowledge from lots and lots of people will eventually go to you because it's being spread down. Those things that are being passed down every single time, it's like it will stay even if we leave St. Jude. It will stay in us and it will continue to go with the different batches below us. So it shows how us as a Judenite family, we need to help each other, and it will also strengthen us in a way. Uh, I've heard alumni say that even after leaving St. Jude, when they meet someone from St. Jude, a dude night, even if they were in different batches, there's um, some sort of connection or they're able to reminisce and share certain values. Connected to this, um, at Zipalian, sorry to put you on the spot, but if you could describe your dude nights in one word, what would it be? Maybe I'd call it nurturing. Because it's nurturing in different aspects where it didn't just shape me as a person. It shaped me as a student, as a friend, um, as a colleague when I worked with different people in different projects. It shaped me as a member of a society and of a familiar community. We all share um, similar values, whether it's being Filipino-Chinese or um, it's being um, students who are push to work hard and to achieve our dreams. If you had like a chance to redo like a single year in St. Jude Catholic School, what would it be? And also give your reasoning why. It would probably be my first year of high school, so grade seven, because there are so many things that happen when you become a high schooler in St. Jude. As they always say in our introductory um, first Friday mass, um, you were once the Atsis of the grade school department, but now you're the Shotis and Shobes of the high school department. So with that come a lot of um, new experiences. You try to make new friends, because I think that's also when they shuffled us um, 
well, they shuffled us once in grade six, but then in grade seven, it was a totally new crowd. And since you're able to meet new people from your own batch, you also kind of become a different person in a sense, because your grade school you would be different from your high school you. So then in grade seven, it's the start of how you'd mold yourself into your quote-unquote um, high school teen persona. Personally, I didn't experience like going into high school like face-to-face. So that will obviously be different from the magic that you experience when it's face-to-face. So like I find it like really interesting because like I didn't really feel a change. Like I felt the change. I went up one year, I guess, and it's now all online. But I didn't feel maybe like the stress that you experience because maybe it was harder in face-to-face, especially if you're going into the high school department. And uh, I feel like shuffling is also a really big thing because we didn't shuffle. We just retained the same section. But I changed sections in grade eight. And uh, I feel like that really changed me in a way because you're not hanging with the same crowd anymore. You're with different people and like their experiences they like shape you into a different being too so like maybe before you think that oh i want to be like this or i want to be like that but then when you go up a year and you're surrounded by different types of people you think do i want to do this or like maybe i want something more or like i want to become something else you know what's also nice about us being a Julianite community is that we don't really shame each other for the experience that um, other people didn't experience. So, for example, let's say um, since you guys didn't have high school in the face-to-face setup, us, um, well, I'm not that old or I'm not as old as, let's say, those who have graduated 10 years ago or 15 years ago. But then um, let's say them, they'd happily ask you about your experience. They'd, they'd say, oh, what is it like to, you know, to do everything online amidst the pandemic? How are you able to socialize with your friends? Versus, oh, um, based on what I hear on, let's say other schools, they'd be like, oh, you didn't try this. Or even an experience like Sports Fest, they'd question your um, viability and eligibility as a, as a student of that school just because you didn't undergo that similar experience. So I think that's also kind of what's good about um, Judenites and about St. Jude in general, because we understand that we have some similar traits, but we also sub- celebrate our differences in a way that we ask our you know fellow classmates, fellow batchmates, or even people above or below us with a kind, happy, like listening ear that doesn't judge. It's more of, um, I know what we experienced may not be 100% this, the same, but um, I'd happily listen and I'd happily appreciate your experience the same. Yeah, I agree. We're all different, but we're also somehow all the same. And uh, personally, I don't know, like I'm in this stage in my life where I'm thinking like, do I want to go abroad for college or do I want to stay here? And uh, yeah, I've been really thinking and I like a very major aspect of it is like, will I like vibe with the people in like foreign countries compared to just the Philippines in general, not just St. Jude, because I'm used to this Asian Phil Chai community. And I'm wondering if I go to like a different country, will that change who I am like for the worse or will the people judge me for the things that I've done before? And 
I, that's like a very major aspect because I feel comfort when I'm like in St. Jude Catholic School. And I feel if I like leave that bubble or I go somewhere else, I don't know how that will affect me and how I will affect the people that I know and that I love when I come back. I just feel that Jude Knight's family is malakas. Um, as someone who had like three quarters of grade seven face to face, I sort of got my first year of high school. And one defining feature of that for me was, like you said, really meeting different kinds of people and learning about different things I never learned before. Um, It was about adjusting to the new requirements academically and also about meeting new people, making new friends, going out with friends, uh, learning how to talk to people from different backgrounds, but somehow still having that uh, kinship and shared values. So... Yeah, it was really a time of change. And I think that um, both grade 7 and grade 11 or 10 or 11 are big turning points, especially since um, around grade 10 or maybe even grade 9, you have to make decisions and decide where you want to go um, after that senior high, whether you want to stay in St. Jude, leave, go abroad, like Ryan said. So, Atipaline. Could I ask, is there any advice you'd like to give students when it comes to choosing their Some general advice that I would give, though I'm not as qualified, um, because I think everybody goes through their different decision um, processes and they have their own criteria on how they want to adjust to the world or how they want to pick the school that either they want to stay in or they want to become part of. But I think know your priorities, maybe, because um, different people want different things in life. And as students, um, some of us want to progress in ways that help us gain an advantage academically. Others, they prioritize things where they value experiences, where they want to do new things, um, especially because hopefully we're able to go um, back to the face-to-face setup soon, if not next year, next, next year. And other people, they prioritize, I guess, familiarity. So there would be two approaches to it. There would be, since I value familiarity, I want to stay and I want to, I think that I would go best in the community that I am currently in versus other people would go the opposite way and say, because I'm so familiar with the community and the area or the school and the space that I'm in, I want to challenge myself or I want to, I want a change of environment to see how I fare out with other communities, with other people who I didn't grow up with, with teachers who don't know me, where I don't have a reputation. Grade 8 Ryan right now, he's in that stage where he He's very like, I want to experience new experiences. Like, of course, I treasure familiarity because I know that I will probably belong. But like, I'm just like, I'm looking for that spice in life, you know? I wonder what will it be like if I go somewhere else, if I go to abroad in a different country and I study there? Will I be able to like change people's perspectives? Like, will it be fun? Will it be scary? I agree with you, Ryan. Um, I am grade nine. So technically, I am a bit older, but I'm sort of in the same stage. Um, your advice, Atipaline, was really interesting and good, in my opinion, because knowing your priorities helps you decide where you want to go next. But on that line, 
Is there anything that you have realized only recently that you wish you'd known back when you were a student trying to decide where you wanted to go? Uh, this one I heard from my uncle, and my uncle is a very in-the-know guy. He's very in the loop with other schools and with other communities um, within the built high school world. And he told me that, well, I've also come to realize this, but I never really looked back on what he said up until I realized it myself, which is you have time, you're young, life's really a journey in a sense that it's not linear where, where your your decision will really impact your life so basically what he told me was this is not a life-changing decision like you are not um i don't know <laughs> getting married you are not you are not like this is not something that will um totally change the course of your life it will just be part a part of it so let's say like what ryan said let's say he decides to stay here. Um, it's not to say that if you stay in St. Jude, you'll have no new experiences, right? Because you may be familiar, but you may only be familiar with the, the junior high school experience, the grade school experience, the prep school experience of St. Jude. But as we grow, of course, um, your classmates grow as well. You, you may realize that there's so much more to it and that you can actually grow together. When I asked him about uh, whether I should leave or stay, he actually told me um, not to rush things and to first stay in St. Jude, stay where I am. He said that maybe moving to other schools might give you a culture shock, especially if it's face-to-face, um, because you're dealing with people who don't know the usual values in, let's say, a Judenite. So you might be surprised how they react to certain things how they express their opinions and how they view things. That's it. That's what I realized, that whether you choose to leave or stay, it doesn't really make a big difference. And that before choosing a school or choosing to leave or stay, you should know your priorities, but at the same time, know that your your priorities can change. I'll be sure to keep it in mind, both me and Ryan, I think, especially since we'll be having to make some decisions of our own soon. Last one, this is not general advice, but just to you and Ryan, because when I'm looking at you guys now and you guys are like so stressed, so just just chill, you know, just relax. And um, again, know that this will not change your life. It will just help you towards the next stepping stone, which is college. Thank you, Atipali, and wise advice indeed. (laughs) It's definitely very different now, now that we're online um, during the RLP. And you were talking about the spirit of being a Judenite and the core values y'all have. So um, how do you think we can continue to maintain this golden standard of being a Judenite? As a community, we do not choose to um, keep the standard or change it. It just constantly moves when we do. So then I just think that uh, the current Judenites, especially um, those in junior high and below, I think that you shouldn't worry too much about quote unquote, keeping the golden standards of St. Jude because it moves um, when you do. So then when you grow, the standard grows. And when you don't, the standard doesn't. But it doesn't mean that you'll have to, um, it's not like a baby where if you do something wrong, like like there would be a direct negative impact to it. Like if you don't feed it, it'll, you know, it'll be, it would be deprived and nutrient deficient. Um, because I think that's also one thing that our batch and the batches above us were um, kind of confused with. 
because we didn't feel as though we were like Judahites. We just felt like we were students in a school that happened to be called Saint Jude Catholic School, and that has a like a good history with a good with a good track record. And I think that's what I would say to to the younger batches as well. The values really come from our similar reactions to the things that we, to our shared experiences. So maybe one example would be. Um, the Chinese test. Um, a lot of Judahites can relate to this, especially those who have experienced face-to-face -face classes. So Chinese in Saint Jude is generally, people think, especially from the outside, people think of our Chinese is rigorous because in Saint Jude, right, we have uh, Huawen and Li Shi. So you have the Chinese history as, as well as the um, Chinese language and reading itself. So then when they when they say um wow you're so good or you're so amazing it's really more from the reactions to the lessons right and let's say you have a good reaction to the lessons let's say even though for people who are listening outside saint jude not everybody in saint jude likes chinese because i feel like i feel like um what's addressed is usually oh my gosh ang galing galing sa chinese uh grabe ano pinapainom sa inyo like what are you guys drinking but in reality um there are a few batchmates whether they're filipino or not um, actually a lot of our filipino batchmates pure filipino batchmates they kind of get an inclination towards learning chinese others also don't it doesn't matter like for sure there are students in each batch who don't quote unquote fit to the golden standard which is like wow you're so good in chinese and why is it i think it's because towards our shared experiences they just had a different reaction so then um in order to get that result of oh wow you're so good in chinese i think that would be the result of the shared experience aka the lessons and the tests and the reaction being either a i like it and i'm studying it and I did well in the test, therefore the knowledge is in my brain, or number two, I don't necessarily like it, but because I'm in the class and because of this shared experience, which is quality Chinese education, I'm able to at least get a decent um, understanding of, of what Chinese is and, you know, quote unquote, still be under the standard. So yes, to summarize my answer, um, don't be too worried about keeping the golden standard because your experiences are still sort of shared experiences because the teachers are the same, the curriculum is mostly the same. We're just conducting it in a different setup. The reactions to it can still go different ways. So it can still be um, adhering to the, okay, quote unquote, pre-pandemic Judahite experience, or it could also be a post-pandemic, I can't believe I'm saying this, but a post-pandemic renewed sense of reactions toward these shared experiences like oh because i learned this online and now i'm face to face because i also experienced some online education in chinese in uh, saint jude right so then let's say i go back to school maybe i'm able to take some of the things that i only learned because i was online because i was at home and take them to school and help build a community along with it so um know that these things are like they deflect towards other people. You don't, we don't all have to be the same in order to be the standard. Like one person can be like that and exhibit it to their friends, exhibit it to their um, classmates or batchmates. And suddenly everybody knows that, that it's a behavior that's in school because we're, we're all different, right? Thank you. Thank you so much, Ajipali. <laughs>
I love what you said about times changing and the standard changing with it. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. I feel like personally, how we can maintain the spirit of being a Judenite, I feel like we don't really maintain the spirit of being a Judenite. I feel like it's something that we live, you know, like something that we experience. It's not really something that we need to keep holding on to because it is what it's like. It makes us the person that we are, you know. So like, let's say that you go into St. Jude Catholic School when you're in kinder. Like the Judenite mentality is stuck with you ever since you were a child, right? So it's not something that you need to be like, oh, if I don't, like if I stop studying or if I stop doing something that I used to do before, you're not going to lose that Judenite spirit because it's already within you, you know, it's among us, you know, and like, I feel that it's something that we don't hold on to. It's something that we experience and we will never lose even when we grow older. So connected to that, Ati Pauline, since you and Ryan were both talking about the community and the values and how it shapes us, what experiences or Judenite values have you brought over to your new school since everything has sort of changed for you? What have carried over from your high school days until now? I think before before moving to my new school, I was skeptical of what might change because um, I was like, okay, this is just me and I'd probably be still be the same me there and more. But I think um, the stuff that I've been able to carry on is definitely the memorization, thanks to the Chinese. Uh, I feel like this is so cliche because everybody um, <laughs> everybody who's asked about St. Jude mentions the Chinese memorization and I think uh, that's been able to help. And also that St. Jude was a restrictive environment, but not so restrictive where I wasn't able to grow. So. I was able to grow on my own, but then St. Jude helped guide me since we have the core values, right? The discipline, excellence, commitment, um, service, and Christ-centeredness. I think if I exhibit, let's say, the value of discipline, that wouldn't be because of St. Jude. Um, that That would be probably because the institution was able to tell the teachers that this is what we stand for. And then the teachers are able to pass that along to the students which therefore help us understand that discipline is important, or let's say, in my case, discipline is um, something that's non-negotiable in a sense, because it's like perseverance. When you need to do something, you really need to put your time, effort, and that strength to um, continue it. But in general, it is the overall experience that's been able to shape me. So then, because I'm in a new school, I, I was able to establish myself as not just Pauline, but also a former Judenite. And because I was able to establish that, I was able to say, to think, okay, what are the values that I am not consciously, but then unconsciously take with me my learned experiences, um, the reactions to said shared experiences, and carry it over. So then when other people see me, they now see me as a reflection of the school, as a Judenite. But I think that's good also in a sense where, where I'm able to establish a sense of identity. Um, it doesn't shape me as a person. So when you call me a Judenite, that doesn't mean I don't have my own name, my own reputation. I'm still Pauline, but I happen to be a Judenite. And 
Um, what's good with this associating of values is that now that I'm in, in my new school, um, when I have certain values that I exhibit, like let's say I was able to um, like memorize something fast, they would say, oh, wow, that's good. You learned that from St. Jude, right? And I'm able to credit it from St. Jude because number one, it's partly true. I spent most of my life there and um, and it's where I learned the, that's where I learned how I operate today. Um, but also it's more of, well, the other, the bad side to it can be if you exhibit something bad that, that happens to be related to, um, St. Jude, like, let's do something random, like, oh, you're from St. Jude, can't speak Chinese, that can also happen, but then, thankfully, well, I don't know if it's a good or bad thing, but then my classmates were able to associate it, and I was able to just laugh it off, but at the same time be like, oh, yes, I have a community behind me that was able to share that similar Chinese experience, thus helping some of us with our memorization skills. These things that St. Jude Catholic School lets us do, like we might think that it's, let's say, useless. Like people might think that Maopi is not very important, but exactly. like that actually like helps us in, let's say, our patience and our discipline or stuff yeah. like that. But then again, it's not like that they're, letting us like oh if you do this you're going to be disciplined it's something that we have that it's something that we already have integrated in ourselves it's like i'll give an analogy like the example there's a cup of water and it's let's say one fourth full saint jude isn't pouring the water it's only like assisting the person pouring the water and the person pouring the water is you so it's like it's helping you but you also need to put like effort and drive so that you can you know become more disciplined or become more excellent and just become a better person in general um it's sort of like we are we are judenites we are a community but we are also individuals and if we want to embody the core values and if we want to live up to our fullest potential it isn't just about being a judenite it's about being ourselves working hard being disciplined being motivated and pushing ourselves being a judenite it's just one aspect of that uh, thank you, Pauline Ko, for coming to this episode of Judenites on Air. We really appreciate it as a Judenite community. Thank you. Thank you, too. So ending on this note, you know our topic is about Judenites Month. So all of you, you must remember that once you're a Judenite, you are always a Judenite. And you can also relive your memories here in Judenites on Air. Again, I am Ryan Lim. And I'm Patricia. And thank you for listening to this episode of Judenites On Air. Bye-bye.